0: This episode of the Limitless Mindset podcast is on life hacking laziness. That's right, we're gonna be beating laziness with like a rusty crowbar in a dark little basement someplace with a with a flickering light. We're gonna be talking about how to how to really kill laziness. Speaking of laziness, a rather short question that we received from a Mr. D. He said, hey, Jonathan, what's your take on cannabis? Well, personally, I kind of like cannabis. I would say that maybe about once or twice a month. Eh, it depends upon the month. I, will, I use cannabis from time to time, just as a as a thing to use to relax, or if I'm hanging out with some people that I like and we're not really doing anything really specific. And it's like usually on a Sunday. Sundays are kind of my day off that I pick. So yeah, so if it's if it's a Sunday and I'm not doing anything and I'm hanging out with some fun people and they're they're token a little bit, then I'll use cannabis from time to time however i think that your question is a little bit more what are the like performance enhancing effects of cannabis because limitless mindset is mostly about performance enhancement whether it's uh, in personal or professional life so i'm i'm just going to assume that that's what your question is a little bit more geared towards. And I think that cannabis is pretty mediocre as a performance enhancer. You know, you hear people like comedians and musicians, some writers, different, different creatives talk about using cannabis as a stimulant. And there's, there's actually been some pretty great writers that, that like I think of, oh, what's his name? Graham Hancock, one of my favorite writers. And he gives a lot of credit to marijuana. However, I think that the, the creativity that marijuana unlocks, I think can be unlocked via a lot of other biohacking strategies that aren't so retarding as marijuana is. Marijuana really can have a a lot of drawbacks to it. And I'm, I'm from Colorado. I'm from one of the most liberal states when it comes to marijuana. But I will say that over the years, I have seen at least a handful of my friends that when we were younger together they were bright ambitious young people young men most yeah i think i think i'm completely talking about men in regards to this i've seen a number of young, of young men who transformed from from people that had pretty bright future to really being just kind of classic stereo all just just checking off all the stereotypes of pothead losers and i don't and i i think that the yeah i think that that plant has something to thank for that you know there a lot of those studies that showed marijuana as being just like completely helpful and non-addictive a lot of the studies that point that people point to when they say that marijuana is totally benign, those studies are done on the weed that grew like naturally, on the natural marijuana that you'll find if you, I don't know, walk through walk through the forest in Thailand. A lot of those studies are not being done on this super weed that is uh, genetically. It's not quite. Uh, i'll use genetically engineered as a generalization now we have a a huge industry especially in in my home state but really uh, across the entire world now of super marijuana where they're they're creating marijuana that just has this 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 potency that is completely off the charts and i think it's I think it's incredibly naive for people to say that there's not going to be any potential addiction risk or, or biological repercussions from consuming that sort of thing on a, on a consistent basis. I'll make another point about this. Certain people will say things like, well, you know, yeah, marijuana, it, it is a performance enhancer for me and, in this thing or whatnot. And I'm actually going to draw a comparison to positive self-affirmation. So positive self-affirmation is another kind of dubious performance enhancement tool. Like there's a lot of self-help gurus and people that swear by positive self-affirmation as being like a really helpful thing, but there's also a couple of pretty decent studies that have been done on it that show it as being either neutral or actually unhelpful and then in between that there's you know many millions of people that have used it or do use it with some regularity that don't can't really report a distinct acute effect as a result of self-affirmation so it's kind of in this like gray area of things that we don't know if it hurts us or if it helps us but there's a lot of people that do it kind of for just like vanity purposes. They do it just because they enjoy it. And I'm all for people doing what they enjoy. However, again, if if you're asking my professional opinion as like a peak performance consultant, there's a whole lot of other strategies that are going to be more effective than positive affirmations for maintaining a, a, a robust ecosystem of positive, of positive anti-fragile emotions. And that's one of the reasons why I don't recommend positive self-affirmations really highly in my self-help content. I'll give another example. So there's a, there's a nutraceutical that you can get called crotum. I've talked about it at length other places and a lot of people really like to use crawdham because anecdotally it helps people with social anxiety quite a bit and a lot of guys actually use it specifically because it helps them to overcome what's called approach anxiety which is kind of like you see a pretty girl and if you're attracted to her if you if you find her attractive And you need a little bit of extra motivation to go and talk to her, this nutraceutical can provide that. And it's like it's praised like all over the internet for providing like this extra social, sexual, behavioral, motivational factor. And a lot of people take it for that reason. However, you know what can also provide almost the exact same effect? is doing what's called no fab, which is essentially just when men abstain from masturbation and pornography for about two weeks. If, if you abstain from masturbation or pornography for about two weeks, you're going to become very motivated to talk to attractive members of the opposite sex. This is, this is just a, a, a biohack of a male biology and any guy who self-experimented with this will find that yeah it it works very consistently so i recommend nofab over crotom because it it has the same effect as crotom, it costs less it's more healthy for you and it works more consistently And if we're talking about marijuana as a, I don't know, creativity, performance enhancer, there's plenty of things where the exact same logic applies. So think about that a little bit next time that you're justifying uh, your consumption, your regular consumption of marijuana if you do consume it regularly and you're justifying it as a performance enhancer. Okay, let's get down to the subject matter of this podcast, which is 17 life hacks for beating chronic laziness. Okay, I've got a 2016 update to this article. Laziness is a symptom of a fundamental lack of willpower. Willpower isn't a very sexy subject, although I tried to make it one in that YouTube series that I did on biohacking willpower. but Willpower is the ultimate life hack because if you have willpower, you get to have anything else you desire. I'm actually going to repeat that because it's so important. Willpower is the ultimate life hack because if you have willpower, you get to have anything else you desire. Willpower is self-perpetuating, but if you don't have willpower, you probably don't realize how important it is to your happiness. If you don't have willpower, you won't practice the hard habits you need to practice to acquire more willpower because willpower is self-perpetuating. Again, if you don't have willpower, you'll continually fail to meet your goals and you'll live a life of quiet desperation. That's right. If you don't have willpower, finally, unfortunately, You can't get willpower by reading self-help books or listening to inspiring podcasts or YouTube videos. Sorry, guys. So this presents a little bit of like a paradoxical, frustrating catch-22. Where do you get willpower if you don't have willpower to begin with? Well, smart drugs give you willpower fast. 25 to 45 minutes after consumption of nootropics, they will, these, these molecules will cross your blood-brain barrier, boosting the neurotransmitters serotonin, dopamine, and acetylcholine, which will noticeably improve your self-control for four to six hours. After trying well over 60 smart drugs, I found one that I call the discipline molecule. More than any other nootropic I've tried, I just do 100% of what I know I should be doing when I'm on this drug. And linked on this article, you'll find a detailed report on this smart drug that has some kind of infotaining videos analyzing what the human studies are saying about what I like to call the discipline molecule. I think the human capacity for invention, creativity, collaboration, and generosity multiplied by the steep growth curves in technology have a real chance in the next 50 years of eradicating poverty, war, hunger, disease, environmental issues, lack of education, even aging, and death. There's also a good chance that 50 years from now, we will have all the same problems except they'll be multiplied by another two billion human beings the greatest variable in this is laziness and indifference as much as human beings are creative and inventive we have a boundless capacity for laziness and indifference if we can overcome these flaws in our psychology 50 years from now, we will be able to look at the world and see these demons vanquished from it. Laziness is a complicated problem that we face as individuals. This article will present actionable solutions for beating laziness in yourself and minimizing it in the organizations and communities to which you contribute. These solutions will go way beyond the generic platitudes about hard work, motivation, and laziness. A quick story. I've been brain training with software, which is boring, for over three months without missing a single day. And I'm going on a 114-day streak of doing push-ups without missing a single day. Naturally, I'm the kind of ADHD personality that gets really passionate about something and works really hard on it for about two weeks. At the same time, I'm a highly stimulus-driven person. I've been addicted to everything from video games and science fiction TV series to night clubbing. Suffice to say, it's really out of the norm for me to be this consistent with something as boring and as hard as brain training and push-ups. Why? What, What is the source of this uncommon discipline? Well, it's a direct result of employing some of the life hacks that will follow in this podcast. The problem is that Evolution has programmed us, really all animals, for laziness. There's no evolutionary advantage to spending biological resources when you don't absolutely have to. The vast field of study of the mind, neuroscience, has come to the conclusion that we are cognitive misers, meaning that we take the cognitive path of least resistance to make decisions. For example, try to answer this question within 30 seconds without looking at the answer below. Here it is. A bat and ball cost a dollar and ten cents. The bat costs a dollar more than the ball. How much does the ball cost? I'll, I'll say that one more time so you can think about it. A bat and a ball cost a dollar and ten cents. The bat costs a dollar more than the ball. How much does the ball cost? So think about it. Pause this podcast if you have to. Most people answer this question in a moment. The ball must cost ten cents. But this answer is, in fact, a mental shortcut around actually doing the math. The correct answer is that the ball, I'm sorry. <laughs> the correct answer is that the bat costs $1.05 and the ball costs 5 cents. So the total is 1.10. Like I said, a bat and a ball cost a dollar and 10 cents. If you're like me, you actually had to see this written out before understanding why the ball must cost five cents. And this is because our minds try to take the easy route, solving problems with language as opposed to mathematics. If you're still trying to wrap your head around this one, go check out the article that is linked. This same basic mechanism is responsible for the laziness we see in people being overweight from lack of exercise, couch potatoes who spend the little free time they have watching TV at every opportunity, to those who refuse to work and chronically take advantage of the welfare system, etc. You do not have to look hard to find profound laziness costing significant amounts of time, money, and resources around you. We are exceedingly lucky to live in a time when the science of biology has quantified the factors that determine the degree of self control we have and practice. The Life Hacking Self Control video series presents some cutting edge biohacking techniques, technologies, and even drugs for mastering self. Equally importantly, you'll learn some rare philosophical mindsets for significantly increasing your willpower focus and ability to resist addictive behaviors so check out that video series if you have not already okay let's get into the solutions to beat laziness first is smart drugs surprise surprise one of the most consistent ways to eradicate laziness from your day all day is smart drugs or nootropic brain supplements people on these nutraceutical supplements frequently report that they get their entire to-do list done and then they make another to-do list it's next to impossible to zone out mope around or dilly-dally while your brain is buzzing off nootropics now their mechanisms of action vary quite quite a bit i actually include here this cool why nootropics mindmeister infographic if you haven't seen it already you really do need to go and check it out i can't over an audio medium communicate it very well many nootropics boost the two feel-good neurotransmitters serotonin and dopamine the choline family of nootropics Increase the production of acetylcholine, another important neurotransmitter that, amongst other things, is the chemical communicator between your muscles and brain stem. Nootropics vasodilate, meaning to make wider the blood veins that channel blood and oxygen to your brain. A moderate dosage of nootropics will kick in after about 15 minutes and last anywhere from three to five hours some last a whole lot more than that some last less but that's kind of a good average middle of the road amount of time to expect to be cognitively enhanced are nootropics safe most nootropics come from natural sources and are concentrations of what you'll find in the highest quality organic foods. The godfather of nootropics, paracetam, has been around for over 40 years and has undergone long-term studies that have showed nothing but highly beneficial effects. Nootropics started around $40 monthly, and I encourage you to check out the Limitless Mindset Marketplace of Brain Power Supplements. Okay, next solution is to-do list the smart way with Evernote. A lot of laziness or lack of productivity is because of poor organization of to-do lists and ineffective project management systems. How many times have you heard someone complain about not getting things done because they lost their to-do note for a task or their to-do list is already too long and intimidating? For today's technology-empowered individual, the best free tool available is Evernote. It's a cross-platform note-taking application for iPhone, Android, Mac, and Windows. Evernote allows a myriad of note categorization and tagging cross-referencing options. In it, you can set reminders and due dates for tasks or mark-specific tasks that need to be done today so you can prioritize things. Your notes are synced to the cloud, so you'll never again have to worry about losing your to-do list because of a lost phone, crashed hard drive, misplaced day planner, or act of God. Multimedia notes. Evernote allows you to take voice notes or transcription. It even does transcription of those voice notes. allows you to take photo or video notes or attach any kind of file to a note. Synchronization. Notes sync over Wi-Fi or data connection across your computer, smartphone, tablet, and web browser. The synchronization actually works really well. I know a lot of services promise to do synchronization, but it's kind of clunky and frustrating, and Evernote works, I would say, gosh, it must be like 95% of the time. It's pretty seamless. Web browser clipper. In the digital age, one of the greatest factors in laziness is distraction from cool things on the internet. The Evernote Web Clipper solves this problem for me. Anytime I see something I want to check out online, but I'm in the middle of a task, I simply clip the page or content to Evernote for reviewing later. It's also my favorite tool for reading more and procrastinating less. If you're like an old school kind of person and prefer to do your notes and your to-do list with pen and paper, that's no problem. Assuming you have decent handwriting, just take a picture of your handwritten notes with your smartphone's camera and Evernote software will actually intelligently transcribe it into a digital note. Pretty freaking cool, right? Finally, with Evernote, did I mention again that it's free? Next solution, social engineer yourself for daily motivation with Coach.me. Forbes said that Coach.me is probably the most affordable self-help product ever created, and I agree. Coach.me takes all the features that make social media so addictive and distracting and instead puts them to work as motivational tools so that you follow through on your winning habits daily. How it works? With a single click, you check into habits as you complete them daily. Add popular habits from the database or add your own personalized habits. Over time, the app builds useful statistics and visual representations of your personal performance, and progress. It has intuitive apps for iPhone, Android, and web browsers. Coach.me enlists the help of both your friends and strangers on the social network to encourage you to follow through with your habits. They can leave you props and encouraging comments on your habit check-ins, so don't let them down. Again, it's it's a digital tool for accountability if you've ever had like a best friend or roommate or partner who was holding you accountable to something and you're like wow i'm so much better at doing this thing this positive behavior consistently because i have this person here that's kind of what coach.me is you can set yourself reminders with notifications of certain habits At different times throughout the day this is something i also do when it comes to beating laziness i prefer behavioral conditioning over ego gratifying introspection the bottom line with any tool is the measurable results delivered which is really where coach.me shines which coach.me habits do i recommend to defeat lethargy I recommend Hour One Empire Building, Gut, React, and Push-Ups. It's free, also ad-free, and takes maybe 120 seconds a day to update. It would be downright lazy for you to not download Coach.me right now. If you do, follow me on there. I've got some wacky and seriously self-improving habits. Okay, next solution stop commuting. That's right. Commuting to and from work every day is stressful and thus makes you lazy at the times that you should be most productive, which is in the mornings when you begin work and the fleeting evening hours that you have to work on special projects. It also robs you of five to ten hours every week that could be highly productive time. Lifehacker.com estimated that. Multiplied over 10 years, commuting could cost you at least $60,000 in wealth. If you can't just outright say no to commuting, start practicing some of these 13 life hacks for minimizing the time and energy suck of commuting. And that's another article that I did specifically on life hacking, commuting. Next solution, time boxing. This is a technique used by software developers to beat analysis paralysis and hack the time it takes to bring a product to market. The life hack is to assign arbitrary time limits for finishing projects. This forces you to get them done sooner and work smarter. Challenge yourself by giving yourself 25% less time than you conservatively estimate it will take you to complete the task. This forces you to get creative and find more efficient ways to work. Next solution, hack away the unessential. Laziness is often a symptom of a life overstuffed with superfluous tasks, activities, and relationships. I fear not the man who has practiced 10,000 kicks once, but I fear the man who has practiced one kick 10,000 times. It's not about the daily increase, but about the daily decrease. Hack away at the unessential is what Bruce Lee had to say. Also consider one of the themes of the 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. He said, be okay with letting little bad things happen. People who accomplish big things do so because they purposefully ignore unimportant things. They stab a dagger into the heart of mediocrity perpetuated by the tyranny of the urgent unimportant. This means that little bad things happen sometimes. Like a bill doesn't get paid on time because you're using the money for something that's, that's higher, more higher leverage. You miss happy hour with friends because you are on a roll doing some great writing for a project. You forget to run an errand because you are having a super productive day. You don't respond to a logistical last email because you are closing a time-sensitive opportunity. You don't deal with someone else's emotions or drama because you need to make it to the gym. People don't get picked up at an airport on time because you're on an important sales call, okay. Next life hack is to set some stakes, or you can use stick.com. As our friend Derek Halpern of Social Triggers explains in the video below, it's essential to set some stakes around our goals. We are often more motivated by fear of loss than opportunity for gain, especially fear of financial loss. Not much else in the world is more likely to get our collective asses moving and working purposefully than the prospect of losing the money we're working so damn hard for. Here's the process that stick.com employs is you pick a goal to accomplish or a lazy practice that you want to free yourself up. Find an accountability partner, someone who lives with you or knows you well enough and can hold to your commitments pick something you hate for example a charity for a cause you are militantly against like let's say you have strong feelings on gay marriage pro-life pro-choice whatever the thing is that you feel strongly about then you put some money up either use stick.com as your accountability system or give your money to your accountability partner to keep in an envelope And if you don't meet your goal or are lazy, your accountability partner or stick.com will give your money that you work really hard to to that cause or thing that you hate. Next solution is to outsource your digital self-control. With so much of modern life occurring via glowing rectangular screens, digital self-control is a major weak link in the process for a productive and happy life while our time is limited and our attention finite the distractions of the internet are infinite and opportunities to waste our time are limitless indeed social media notifications like facebook are engineered to pique our interest and distract us luckily options abound for limiting the time you let yourself waste online, So you're gonna to wanna to check out Rescue Time, Facebook Limiter, Stay Focused for Google Chrome, and Self Control for Mac. Next solution is Pomodoro Self Monitoring. I personally really enjoy social media, both for interacting with the community members of Limitless Mindset and For personally maintaining a rock star social and dating life, however, I employ a form of the Pomodoro technique to keep my social media usage in check. I will work for a set amount of time on a given project, usually a 90-minute chunk of time. After 90 minutes is up or I accomplish a goal for a given project, I'm allowed to browse social media for 5 to 10 minutes some people use Pomodoro timers to keep track of this sort of thing. In my case, I just keep an eye on the clock. Next solution is cognitive training with dual and back. This is a game you play on your iPhone, Android, or computer that has been studied for the past 40 years and has been demonstrated in Swiss and German studies to help you beat laziness in an essential cognitive dimension which is increased executive function executive function is how cognitive psychologists describe our ability to focus on getting things done like your taxes (laughs) and ignoring other things like that enrapturing reality tv program my biohacking philosophy is that i cycle off Whatever biohacking technology or tool or drug I'm trying from time to time. While I was off nootropics for an extended time, I was predictably not quite as hardworking and focused as I was when I was on them. However, I started using Dual and Back daily, and I found that about 10 days into my training regimen, I was noticeably more focused and a whole lot better at ignoring distractions. High IQ is the highest-rated dual-end-back training software on the market for Windows, Mac, and Android devices. High IQ also makes the bold money-back guarantee that 20 sessions of 20 minutes each will result in measurable gains of 15 to 20 IQ points in addition to improvements in working memory. To download a free demo of dual-end-back task, I recommend you join the Limitless Mindset community. I have a download in the members area of the site. Liquid busters of laziness. What you are drinking throughout the day has a lot to do with your state of mind. In this article, I recommended bulletproof coffee, actually. Let's get the obvious out of the way. Coffee makes you more energetic. Bulletproof coffee and coconut-derived MCT oil add another biological dimension to the sweet nectar of productivity. The MCTs put your body into a healthy ketogenic state, meaning that you are running off your fat reserve. Consumers of bulletproof coffee frequently report working super productively for four to six hours after two cups without feeling hungry or even stopping for lunch. Warning, coffee has a figurative dark side. Even the best premium brands have a fairly high risk of mold which introduces toxins into your system potentially. These toxins counteract the effects of the coffee, robbing your energy, causing brain fog and anxiety. These toxins, multiplied by the significant daily coffee intake of many people, are to blame for much of the negativity that is sometimes associated with coffee. Bulletproof coffee, I I do recommend uh, because it employs a proprietary process for ensuring toxin-free coffee. Green tea is also a really great idea. If you've got a creative task to knock out, green tea contains caffeine and flavonoids, which stimulate the artistic parts of your brain. Coconut water, The sweet water, which takes just moments to drink from a coconut or can be found on the shelves of nearly any grocery store, makes for an energizing and healthy drink. It contains just enough sugar to satisfy your sweet tooth to say no to fatty or sugary foods later. Coconut water contains a healthy amount of potassium and also a lot of electrolytes. Can some drinks make you lazy? Absolutely. For example, soda. Excessive amounts of sugar put your internal chemistry into a roller coaster buzz and crash cycle. At the bottom of this cycle, you'll find yourself in productivity doldrums. Fruit drinks actually are a really bad idea. Well, not quite as hard on your system as soda fruit juices even natural fruit juices are loaded with sugar that's superfluous to your system next solution is diet what you eat is arguably the greatest factor in your productivity or lack thereof so some foods that have a negative effect on your laziness are chinese foods with with MSG, chips and crackers, anything white bread, cheeseburgers, pizza, pasta, cookies, donuts, greasy foods, bagels, candy bars. Some things that are on the positive side of the spectrum would be like uh, beets, blueberries, broccoli, cherries, and I've got some other items here. I have a little bit of a visual for this you'll have to check out the article something else another digital solution is boomerang for gmail the most productive people use gmail the ultimate purpose of technology is to make life more efficient and that's exactly what gmail does for free better than any other email client out there that i've found So if you aren't using Gmail now, get an account. If you have a professional email address for work or business, check out an article that I link about how to easily set up your Gmail with your professional branding. Like if people email me, they'll see a response from jr at limitlessmindset.com. And that makes them think that I have like a professional email server set up when I'm actually just using Gmail because I found kind of a cool little way to hack it and I explain it in that article. So you've got Gmail, great. Now it's time to upgrade your productivity with Boomerang, which is a free yet seriously awesome app for Gmail that allows you to schedule times in the future to send emails. And I've got another podcast that I linked to on how to use this function to seem less lazy to other people it's it's a little bit devious actually you can set up bounce back emails as a reminder if the receiving party has not responded to them within a certain deadline next solution for beating laziness is decision fatigue our biology goes through cycles every day and certain points of the cycle are much better than others for making decisions. The neurotransmitter of glucose gets spent every time we make a decision. However, the glucose drain doesn't discriminate much based upon the content of the decision or its long-term impact on our lives. Provided they are done in the same amount of time, we use about the same amount of glucose whether we're deciding what we're gonna to eat to eat for lunch or deciding whether we should cheat on our spouse. Our glucose and decision-making ability is demonstrated to be significantly better earlier in the day, which would explain why not a lot of marital infidelity occurs before lunch, right? In fact, a uh, biohacker and productivity philosopher Dave Asprey of the Bulletproof Executive refuses to answer the question, what time are we having dinner? During the day, because it costs glucose that could be spent better. That's a pretty cool little personal rule. The life hack, therefore, is to schedule your important decision-making moments earlier in the day. And I guess the more insignificant decisions to push those later into the day. Okay, next life hack for laziness is to ritualize. So philosopher and life hacker extraordinaire Scott H. Young has a solid and deeply psychologically rooted method for beating laziness and procrastination, which is rituals. For daily habits or activities that you want to habituate, Set up an arbitrary sequence of events surrounding the activity. For example, let's say the activity is practicing my Spanish vocabulary. Step one would be that I dip my foot in the pool. Then I go to the hammock. Number three is I drink a coconut. Number four is I practice my Spanish using my Android app, using Duolingo or whatever. So. Let's say you see there how I have these like pleasant little rituals that lead up to my positive habit. Let's say that the activity is to approach an attractive woman during the daytime, which I know sounds weird, but it's way cheaper and less time consuming than the bar scene or online dating. And this is a little bit of a callback to what I mentioned in the question that I answered so in this case the ritual would be something like pretend to be a gorilla in the bathroom mirror for 45 seconds number two would be wipe my shoes down with water and a paper towel before leaving the house and then if i see an attractive girl on the street and i'm living in sofia bulgaria so i don't have to walk that far in the street before i see a cutie i will take off my sunglasses hold a big smile for five seconds and then i approach her okay another example is activity is that i try to deal with the most intimidating phone call of the day so the ritual would be do 10 push-ups in my home office take a scent hit from my confidence trigger then do a one-two punch in the air above my computer steeple my hands and smile while the phone is ringing, and after the phone call, watch a funny video on YouTube. These rituals repeated enough times, psychologists suggest 20 or 30 times, will create a strong cognitive pathways to the desired goal or action you want to habituate. A few other points, Rituals should not take up a lot of time. Some of the rituals can be a little reward in and of themselves. And don't be afraid of rituals that are a little silly or strange. Finally, as you can see from the rituals and the examples, they also pump me up biologically for the task at hand. I'm back. I got tired reading this article. It was a little late at night and i had had some chamomile tea which chamomile tea actually pretty good sleep hack for you people to consider that are wondering what things that you can take to improve your sleep actually the other day i woke up after i had had some chamomile tea and i discovered that i had scored a 95% sleep score using the Sleep Cycle app. So that's, that's actually pretty, pretty impressive, especially when you consider that it's, it's just from a little packet of tea that costs just a couple of bucks, and I didn't have to take any drugs or anything like that. Getting back into the life hacks for beating chronic laziness, throw away your tv not as much of a life hack as it is an uncommonly practiced common sense lifestyle choice for highly productive and happy people with the average american watching 34 hours weekly of television it's hard to argue that tv is not an incredible enabler of laziness seriously In the long view of your life, how much are you going to miss watching mildly entertaining television programs? When you weigh the cumulative time cost of spending at least several hours a week on these programs, a television habit really is a horrific offense against the finite amount of time you have to accomplish your goals. Admission. I watch about an hour of TV a day, but it's always documentary films or programs about a subject matter that I want to educate myself on. And it's almost always while I'm multitasking, doing something else, like if I'm working on a boring SEO project, I will put on a documentary film in the side window. I spend maybe 60 minutes a week watching purely entertaining television and it's almost always in a social setting. Eat that frog. How does the prospect of eating a slimy live frog, like Fear Factor style, make you feel gross, right? Can you feel your stomach tighten, your mouth dry, and your throat dilate as you think about it. Brian Tracy wrote an entire book about procrastination entitled Eat That Frog, wherein he suggests using this sensation as a guide for getting the hard things done in life. The corresponding life hack goes like this. Whenever a task gives you a gut reaction of revulsion, kind of like that eating a frog, such as A confrontational phone call, a difficult errand, facing a mistake, just do that thing ASAP. Or if you're in the middle of another project, prioritize the frog eating as a task for the day. Benefits of this include, you get a lot done. You aren't held back from moving forward in life. You feel fucking awesome. (laughs) Sorry just the most appropriate phrase i have to describe it after doing that thing that was hard for you it brings you out of your comfort zone regularly which is good for promoting neuroplasticity if you become the person that does what other people are unwilling to do it's going to increase your earning potential and this removes a lot of stress from your day as you aren't worrying about the things you've procrastinated about earlier and i'll suggest that you check out a video that i have linked by this life hack on the gut react heuristic habit it's a daily habit and it integrates this next life hack no snooze this winning habit is pretty self-explanatory unless you have decided to have a lazy day the snooze button simply doesn't exist for you this is one of my cornerstone habits for productivity i consistently find that when i wake up on time i get started accomplishing things easier i'm a snoozeaholic i can't seem to just snooze once i always end up snoozing several times and it predictably sets my day back by at least an hour then i start the day irritated with myself for not getting up earlier and it always seems to set back my productivity the life hack for this is an app called sleep cycle and here's how it works you set a range for when you would like to wake up say in between 7 a.m to 8 a.m place your phone on your bed turning off the wi-fi and data of course and your phone will detect your sleep cycle based upon your movements and will wake you up at the optimum time. This may seem a little gimmicky, but in my experience, I find it much easier to wake up with sleep cycle than multitude of alarm clocks that I've had in my life that I've been angry with for as long as I can remember. It's closer to waking up naturally, so... Uh, get rid of your old school alarm clock say no to the snooze button and upgrade to the sleep cycle app next life hack narcissism self control is universally correlated to activation of a part of the brain the right ventral the right, the right ventral lateral prefrontal cortex this part of the brain gets turned on by you guessed it Narcissism. Thinking about the people we want to be. This could mean looking at photos of yourself, reading your writings, reviewing your personal development goals, or just putting a mirror near where you work. If you're somebody with a semi-public persona, this becomes even more powerful. Every time I find myself under-motivated or lazy, I ask myself, what would the version of myself that I portray to the world do here? What would the cool biohacking lifestyle guru guy that I portray myself as do in this situation? And then I try my damnedest to do that. I hope you'll leave a comment on this article if you found it helpful. What are some forms of laziness that you have or are currently struggling with? Leave a comment.